You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3, and we've got some time for you. Ten minutes for men, and it flies by as we spend time father to father with Jeff Burkow. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. All right, so we need to spend just a happy new year. Oh, that's right. We are in, I mean, it's been almost a week here, so I'm used to not saying Happy New Year, but I haven't seen you in the New Year, so Happy New Year to you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, we need to talk about men and isolation. Uh, Really, is this a problem, Jeff? Yeah, it's it's a rough scenario because... but we're told to be rugged individuals, Jeff. We're told to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Those are things we're supposed to be all for, aren't we? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, of all the individuals that's ever walked on the earth, you'd think the one who'd have the most ability to do that would be Jesus, who is actually God. But then he models for us to get these group of dudes around you and get support, Uh King David had his valiant men, also known as Solomon's Couch, uh, around him. Um, You know, Paul had guys that he was discipling around him, uh, support. Um, It's it's just something that's very common in the Scriptures. As a matter of fact, I think it's so common we kind of blow past that as far as, you know, what parts of life that is so key with. Now, we're not talking about— you know, mom has to have a group of 50-year-old men always around the house when she's raising a three-year-old and we're raising our three-year-old or four-year-old, obviously. We're talking about by the time that our young man gets to be at bad mitzvah stage, that stage of rite of passage, as mm-hmm. some cultures would call it, um, that uh, the man is foolish to act as if I'm the only one that needs to be in his life. I've had Men say that to me, and um, later on I find out from them or their families that struggles ensued and individualism is not the answer. However, personal responsibility is important. So I'm not suggesting we get all these other guys so we can blame them if something happens. We have to take responsibility. Now, um, I want to just, you know, a quick reminder, we just got done talking about how to best honor our sons and bring them to a place with them. I just mentioned that rite of passage, or it's called initiation. Now, in some circles, this would be a matter of just saying, well, you know, son, you know, go get your college degree, and that's all you need. And that's just very lazy. Mm. It puts uh, the hands of his maturation into other people's hands, and you don't even know these people typically. On the flip side— you know, should we wait till he's 18 or 19 or 20? Of course not. That's not the ideal. But sometimes it it happens later in life where a man, by God's grace, has some men to come around him and help him. Maybe older men in the faith, maybe an older woman in the faith. But the point is, is that we need that support and that help at all different phases in our life, but particularly with our young sons as they move from that place, what I call the, you know, being in the mother's realm and the safety of the extended womb, you know, being in that world of the of the of 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 being um, raised um, and basically connected to uh, the mother's milk, the mammary, and so it's moving from that to that father's muscle. Now, hey. Moms can have a lot of muscle too, you know, no doubt about it. But it's it's a matter of them working together with the goal of helping this young man at one level be a kind, compassionate person for sure, nurturing, but another level being that person that's going to face a lot of difficulty. 
Why? Because Jesus promises it. In this world, you will have much trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Mm. I've got this picture in my mind. Okay, I, I love watching the show where the guy's going through. He's looking for some lost city out there, and he's got a machete in his hand. I, I watched this uh, Expedition Unknown show. So he's got the machete in his hand. He's cutting through all the wilderness to get, and oh, there's a stone. We found this lost city type thing, right? Um that's the picture I have in my mind as we're talking about this because the father is the one with the machete cutting away to the trail. But somewhere down the road, he hands that machete off to the son so the son can start chopping away too. And that's where we're, kind of the picture I have in my mind of what we're talking about here. We're helping our child understand where we're going, and then eventually we let him start forging the way forward. Yeah, we're modeling for him uh, hopefully healthy behaviors. Mm. No father, though, is going to be perfect at that. They've got to have support. I know there are men, for instance, that trust their pastors. They'll go in and talk to their pastors, and I've talked to pastors and say, you know, I as, as much as I want to be available for this guy, I don't have all the time in the world because there's other men that are also coming their way. So is that really the system? And the answer is no. Jesus modeled having disciples around him. The Apostle Paul had his own disciples around him, although we don't have them necessarily enumerated, but a few of them were kind of famous, like Timothy mm-hmm. and Titus. But we also have King David modeling that and other kings where they have their valiant men around them that were very close to them. Um, we see the patriarchs having close men around them. Sometimes it's their own sons that kind of become that circle with them. I, I think it's interesting. David got in trouble when those guys went off to war and he That's stayed exactly behind. That's exactly right. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. And sadly, one of those men that he was so so close to wound up in David's sin, wound up coming, you know, basically uh, 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 being very um, nefarious with him and having him killed to you know cover his sin. But my <laughs> point is, is that if David needed the support and others need the support, and Jesus models it, I wouldn't say argue he necessarily needed it, but he modeled it. Then what are we doing here when we we live such isolationist lives? I think part of the problem, and I'll just little side note is we've learned to focus so much on making our wives that that only point of contact. I mean, I've had women in my office in these thirty two years as a marriage and family therapist that have just looked at me with sadness in their eyes, saying, "I wish you just would have one friend." Mm. And it's not that they can't stand being around their husband; it's the dependency right. that they start to. Um, abjure against, and that it's a dependency that they start to say it's just too, it's oppressive. Um, we men, we need other relationships. Easy for me to say I'm out there in the quote unquote business world, but you know what? Um, it's it's difficult for all of us to find that. I'm thankful for my best friend. I've got other men that we're close to, but it it took a lot of time. It took a lot of energy. We have men's groups that I sponsor, that I I let head up called Iron Forge Counseling for Men. Um, that we we do. They're, they love to have men. You know, if they want to look into that, certainly through the website here. May I may I give my website? Yeah, I mean we've got a link at our website, but give it so that Iron Forge at BellSouth.net. I'd love to hear from you. Yep. Um, uh, you know, because it's it's there's such a need for it out there, a place to actually come and be real. But the reason we're we're following this motif this morning is for us to be that person that helps our sons grow. 
they they need a band of brothers around them. And I don't I don't say to my son, go get your friends now. They need me, uh, excuse me, our uh, fathers to come around them. My son needed me and has needed me at times in his life to come around him and say, look, we've got these men. They're here for you. They're supporting you. And it's what, uh, frankly, a rite of passage is designed to do is bring those men into lives and basically welcome them into their quote-unquote tribe of men, which is a tremendous feeling for young men. But at the same point, we, as we're helping our young men, we need to be sure of ourselves or it really, we have to have a, our own stuff taken care of, I guess. And and many times we're not just allowing our wife to deal with the children, but we're allowing our wife to be the spiritual leader of the house. And that's a, that's a dangerous place also, isn't it? It is. And I've had, you know, understandably, I've had ladies say, well, What's so wrong? See, there's nothing wrong. It's just that for you, for for you to be covered is the ideal position God designed for a lot of different reasons. One of which is um, if you're the one out there trying to fight that, who's back there trying to care for the little babies? Mm-hmm. Are you saying the males best equipped to prepare? So we need to have a team approach, and it's God's order. It has nothing to do with capabilities. has nothing to do with dignity or position. And I've had ladies say, but are you telling me if I'm submitting, aren't I in an inferior position? I say, well, you tell me. Let me give an example. Christ submitted to his father three mm-hmm. times in Gethsemane. Is he less valuable than his father? He's the second person of the Trinity. Hmm. They're co-equals. You can't say that. He's he's just as has just as much dignity, just as much position. They just fill different roles. And that's the idea. It has nothing to do with value, nothing to do with innate worth. It has everything to do with we need to work together. Now, as far as me facing my reality, I should not see my wife as my therapist. I should not see my wife as my priest. She is a priestess in the home, and there are times and she certainly can give me good advice, and I need to consider, especially as we talk about this, honest mirror. We need an honest mirror in our lives. But I believe God has designed that because he says to the men, share one another's burdens. He clearly says that in Galatians. We have examples of that. But I'd like to focus on one particular passage. I don't know if we have time to Say it real quick. Go ahead. Okay. We, we're running out of time rapidly. If Psalm, it's not Psalm 139, <laughs> verses 23 and 24, where, where King David um, is, is looking to, to God, and he says, Search my heart, O God, try me, which means take me to the end of myself. Search my heart, O God, try me. Know my anxious thoughts, know my anxieties. See if there's any way of pain in me. Now, some translations will say evil way or mm-hmm. sinful way, all right, but it's the same word, otseb. It means pain. So think about it. If I commit sin against somebody else, I'm causing them pain. If I'm committing sin in my own life, I'm getting. I'm going to have pain from that. Mm. It's natural. It is. Those are those are hand in hand. See if there's any way of pain in me, so I can walk your way everlasting. So David is saying he's opening up his heart. Well, God wants us to open up our hearts. He wants us to be honest with Him and open with Him. He's a big God. He can handle it. And then the way to be honest is that I realize I need others' perspective because I'm not going to be objective with me. I'm going to always think I'm not doing so bad, you know. And And we do need that honest mirror in our lives. All right. Well, 11 minutes for men.
Jeff Burkhaw has been with us this morning. <laughs> we just changed the whole name of the feature. Father to Father. Jeff, thank you for coming. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sir. All right. You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3. And if you missed any of our conversation, it's up and available at just after 9 o'clock at your favorite podcast service. Just search Mornings with Eric and Bridget.